0: What's Next. Hey, 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 hey,
1: hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy? Love? Anxiety? Risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situations. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it is you're listening. We have a special two-part series for you. Um, We're going to title this one Surviving Death. This is going to be with Specialist J.P. Lane. In this series, he will tell about uh, his life, growing up, his challenges, his choice to join the military, going to war... Losing his legs and more in combat, and his life after. This is a series that you don't want to miss out on. So hang on as we find out what's next for J.P. Ling. Welcome back to another episode of What's Next. Um, JP last week left off telling us his story about, uh, we titled it Surviving Death. And the last thing he told us was about where um, his, uh, his vehicle, uh, there was a bomb that had exploded. And so stay tuned as JP continues to tell us his story and what happens
0: next. We're coming back and they pick my truck and they press the trigger and it blows up right underneath my truck.
1: So it wasn't one detonated by driving over at They It was a
0: switch. Yeah, it's called oh, yeah. command debt. And so someone's commanding the trigger pull, and they chose my truck. And the IED goes off and flips my truck onto the right side and takes off my engine. My Even my driver door was blown off and found 100 meters away. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then the IED had enough force under it because of how they built the second, this specific IED, it had enough force to actually penetrate my truck, and that's when it did damage to me.
1: So, <clears throat> I'm sure there's more to the story of switching places and, and all of that, um, I'm, I'm sure. And that may be something you, you don't want to talk about, and that's fine. Don't it's in to. my
0: book. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, so, if you guys want to hear it, and that's what I'm saying, I'm going to put you on the spot to talk about it, because I... I know that'll get you emotional. Yeah. So if you guys want to hear more about that, um, that'll be in his book. Um, and I I know because you've told me, so I, I already know not to go there. Yeah. Um, so we will. Uh, so we'll keep going on. So the blast hits, and and of course, um, you know, you you get through that. I'm sure that, at that point, there's a lot of things are probably fuzzy for you too, uh, the memory and and all of that um, after that happening. Did you? Was well, something like after the blast happened. Um what do you remember from that point? Do you remember just waking up in the hospital or do you remember being transported or do you remember any of that or
0: Yeah, actually I remember everything uh until they were about to pull me out of the truck. So, I remember having conversations with the two soldiers in my truck. Um I was literally bleeding out on top of because we had we're no longer sitting the way you would normally be sitting in a driver seat. Okay yeah we're to the side now i'm leaning over and my whole body had been snapped in half so my upper torso is literally laying on my passenger uh and i'm bleeding out on him in his face (laughs) so uh not to get all gross and like (laughs) crazy i don't know how detailed i should get but um my right arm snapped in half my left femur snapped in half my spine uh was dislocated from my pelvis because my pelvis snapped in half my both my legs were pretty much destroyed, and um there was a lot more injuries as well but ultimately, I looked like a piece of spaghetti in the truck, and i was because my weight was so heavy and I had no strength in my uh torso anymore or my abs to hold me up. I was laying on my passenger. I was taking the air out of his lungs. I was suffocating him, literally. But you couldn't do anything about it? Uh, well, not until I figured it out. Uh, I literally had to use my broken right arm on the part that it was snapped in half to push myself off of him and pull myself with everything I had with my left arm and hold my position up steady while so I didn't suffocate him. Wow. So as I was doing that... That's when I looked down to check myself after I made sure everybody else was all right. I looked down at myself and I saw my uniform was bloody all the way down my legs. And I was like, okay, I am messed up. <laughs> I knew something was wrong. I just didn't know what was wrong. And um, after probably a good maybe 10, 20 seconds, maybe 30 seconds of looking at myself, that's when the adrenaline just subsided and drained out of me, and I, I fell into a coma at the very moment. I guess the my soldiers told me that's exactly the moment they picked me up and pulled me out of the truck. Right, when you and that was probably from loss of blood. and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, loss of blood for sure. And then uh, during the entire part where I was awake, I had no, I didn't feel any pain. My four front teeth were knocked out. And my whole brain was rattled and my whole body was pretty much broken in half. And I didn't feel pain at all. That's how strong adrenaline is. And so uh, then all the adrenaline faded and I faded with it. Yeah,
1: I got you. Once you could feel it all, it was just too yeah. much. Yeah, I was out. So, so that happens. They pull you from the truck. You fall into a coma. How long were you in that state?
0: I was in a yeah. coma for a month and a half. Wow.
1: So during this time, surgeries are taking place. Um, they're probably transporting you. Um, do you know how many places you visited while you are in the coma or where they transported you to? Well, I Did hope they, they didn't take stuff? me to
0: Hawaii. That would have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Missing that.
1: you <laughs> know, like, don't, don't tell me.
0: But yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> oh, you saw Paris, by the way. We took a picture with you on the trip. No. Uh, um, I went to... I think one or two cities in Afghanistan. Then they shipped me out to Germany, uh, I believe Kuwait, and then over to the United States.
1: So I guess as they were taking care of you and going through things and you were a little more stable, then they would send you the next place, the next place.
0: Yeah, no. normally they would have soldiers in the United States in 72 hours or less. But you were in
1: such a bad shape they couldn't. Meet.
0: Yeah, it almost took like eight or nine days. Oh, wow for me to get back to the United States because my insides were so like all everything about me was just so um devastating that they were I've had to this day twenty-eight surgeries and so everything inside my upper torso was destroyed by shrapnel which is flying pieces of metal um except for my heart and my left lung so they had to cut me open down my perfectly chiseled abs and and go <laughs> and go in and fix everything. So that's why it took so long for them to get me stable enough to even take the flight back home wow.
1: to the States. And when they brought you back, they took you to Walter Reed or to Walter yep. Reed. Okay. Yeah. And you were there for how long before you woke up?
0: Um, I was there for about, I want to say a month, a little more than a month then, before I woke, woke up. up. Yeah. Was their family and everybody there when you woke up? They were all there. Yeah, my dad, my uh, my ex wife and her mother, uh, my mom, and I think later on my siblings came to visit as well. But it was
1: hard on well, them. I was gonna ask, like, um, well, I imagine, you know, I saw about myself being a survivor for my dad and the pain and stuff that I felt a lot of times there's there's both sides there's the person going through what they're going through yeah. and then there's the family you know around uh, being a part of it and sometimes it's stuff that's just too much for people to handle sometimes oh, yeah. and and uh, so affects everybody yeah. um war affects everybody and and then certainly the everything you went through yeah. um so and i know like i said there's a lot more in depth and a lot of stuff will be in the book um but um, what was the uh, what was the recovery like? I mean, I guess if you could kind of talk about like how, how hard was it or what did you what did you go through? What, was there was there uh, moments of depression? Was there um, suicidal thoughts? Did you did you have any of that during the, the process when I mean, you're waking up and you're realizing probably for the first time, like when your mind completely engaged that you don't have legs anymore. You don't like all this new stuff. Part of your fingers missing. Like. Yeah. And you're probably covered in bandages and still in pain and how you, you can't walk anymore. Like I, your teeth are missing. All the stuff that you went through, I've been just saying it. I can imagine like what my thought process would be without the pain, without <laughs> yeah. dealing with that. So did you, uh, and I'm sure you know the answer, but for the listeners, like, did you, did you face depression and PTSD and, and all those things during the recovery and, oh, yeah. and how was that?
0: Yeah, I mean, waking up to something different like that is when the last thing you remember was fighting in a war zone just to you like five minutes ago, you know. But you wake up and it's already been a month and a half and I had literally, I have pictures of tubes everywhere that were connected to my body. I mean, I I don't even know why I had so many tubes, but everything was trying to keep me alive. And so... Uh, it was definitely a m- crazy thing to wake up to. But before I could even speak, I was mentally awake um, for... I I apparently opened my eyes a week before I mentally woke out of my coma. Oh, wow. So...
1: for you were a- alert,
0: but you weren't. Oh, yeah, I was not there at all. The lights were not on. <laughs> and so... When I was out of my coma and I could actually speak because they took out the tracheotomy from my neck. uh, The first thing I told my dad after looking at my legs being gone and everything was, well, this is different. And he kind of chuckled and cried at the same time because I'm supposed to be mad. I'm supposed to be sad. Whatever. I should be all sorts of weird emotions. But I'm like, well... I can't change this. That was what was going on through my head the whole time when I couldn't speak. I was telling myself, I can't I can't change this. You know, so... Um, but, yeah, shortly after that, I'm on 20-plus medications and looking in the mirror on a daily basis to the ugliest guy I've ever seen in my life, besides my siblings. But, no, <laughs> man. And, I mean, it's just... I would... I'm oh, sorry, Anthony. <laughs> And Eric. That's okay. I love them. They know it. And, uh, and so I I literally was, it was draining, I guess, is the best way to explain it. I mean, you start with a full cup of water, but you start pouring it out. Eventually, there's nothing left. And that's exactly what happened to my hope, my ambition, and everything that was positive about me was just being drained out slowly. Every time I would look in the mirror and look at myself at what I saw. And so depression starts to kick in. And I'm uh, an extremely competitive person. So at that time, my competitiveness was trying to fight with the depression and the sadness and everything and the tears. So I became a professional smiler, if that's the, even a the thing. I was that guy.
1: You were smiling behind the, or in front of the pain, like. Right? Yeah. Or with the pain behind the mm-hmm. smile.
0: Yeah. So it, nobody knew that I wanted to end my life a dozen times, because I didn't want them to see that.
1: Yeah. So they could see, and I think that's true for a lot of people that end up, you know, going through with it as they put on this facade, really mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. this image of hey everything's okay, but inside they're just falling apart. They're yeah. broken. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 for you, rightfully so. Like I, again to this day, I don't know how you you made it through that i i consider myself to be a pretty strong person and i i don't know that i could have done that i i don't think i could have yeah um, but uh, so it's a lot of reasons why i admire you um for having the strength to to push through physical and mental you know that's that's not something that you know just everybody does
0: yeah well yeah. i can tell you one thing it's um god literally knows how much i can handle just like he knows how much anybody else can handle. You, a lot of people have heard the the phrase or comment or whatever you want to call it. of He'll never put you through anything you can't handle. But what they leave out is it's with him. So I wasn't able to handle all that, which is why I wanted to take my life a dozen and tried a dozen times. A dozen plus times, I should say. But when I let him take over, that's when I started regaining who I am. And what I can do after everything I've been through. So, I mean, each person has their hills and their valleys. And their ups and their downs. And life is a roller coaster. But no matter what we're going through and no matter how much it may hurt, eventually we're going to be able to get through it and and press on stronger than we used to be. I am literally, figuratively spiritually mentally whatever all the leaves that you want to put i am stronger today than i ever was as a united states army
1: soldier because of what you went through yeah and it's not cliche for you but people do the thing. it doesn't kill you makes you stronger <laughs> yeah right
0: but who if, do you think made that no i'm just kidding that was my phrase that was right? no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm close that was like a so, world <laughs> war one vets <laughs> yeah they were real, real, so, yeah. right
1: um, so I just want to ask you I a couple more questions. We'll, we'll, uh, and we'll close this out and then talk about actually this leading out to where we will be able to, um, I don't, I'm not saying we're getting the episode right now, guys, we're very close. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, definitely an interesting story and I'm sure that we've had audience hang with this, but, um, just basically, you know, um, um, I didn't talk about it too much through here, but what was life like after you kind of covered that? Um, did you lose anything in the process? um you know from your life did friends and family desert you and you talked about i wasn't asked you felt alone you've already said that um but yeah what did you have to overcome and again did you lose people in your life um you know kind of through that process
0: i had to overcome my own thoughts for one um uh, yeah. because those will really get you <laughs> uh if you let your negative thoughts continuously run around in your brain it will eat at you period um, no matter how strong you may think you are uh, it negativity inside yourself and inside your own mind will destroy you and so it almost did to me um, now have I lost anyone since being blown up and coming back home yeah I have sadly enough I've lost six soldiers to suicide since I've been home and it's extremely heartbreaking to uh, even hear what has happened because some of those guys had families they had a wife they had kids they could have had a future and what drives me literally insane is the fact that the military teaches us to never give up never surrender that has become my motto for my life and I, they instilled that in my brain and in my soul and everything that I am. And so when I reminded myself that on a daily basis after losing my legs and having to fight for every step that I took in my prosthetics and push myself forward in this life, I reminded myself to never give up, never surrender. And the reason why I did that was because, again, for the guys who are no longer with us. Now, every person struggling with p t s d and thoughts of suicide and all of those things um which even makes this podcast even more special that it's in the month of June because June is the month of p t s d awareness is remember what we were taught. you know we can all overcome those negative thoughts if we are reminded that the military taught us to be stronger mentally and physically than we should ever have been in our lives and if you add your faith to it I promise you you can climb mountains and so that's how I've been able to overcome everything that I've gone through and you can ask any warrior that's ever been around me or I did therapy with they would come up to me and ask me how do I have a smile on my face during therapy when this sucks yeah. This whole situation sucks. I'm not a fan of prosthetics, but at the same time, I love them. It's a love-hate <laughs> relationship because they keep me walking and keep me going forward in life, but they're so freaking painful, I want to throw them out the window some days. From having them on so long. Yeah. yeah. And so the guys will ask me, how do you have a smile on your face every single day? And I'll tell them, we have the same thing. Look at what you have and what you're getting. Prime example, they have... Uh, amputations I have amputations they're getting prosthetics I'm getting prosthetics they're getting a, uh, a I say little check from the government because of our loss of limbs I'm getting the same check all these things are leveling up that we all have the same of right mm. but what are they missing and why they're so ticked off at life and what has been in the cards that have been dealt to them And I have a joyful smile on my face and I'm moving forward. It's because I have my faith. And I know that God's watching over me and he's giving me the strength to get through this. Because I promise you, I I would not be here if I wasn't relying on his strength. If you're relying on yourself. Oh, yeah. Forget that. I'm not. I'm stronger physically than I used to be, but I'm not that strong to keep myself here. And so those guys, they started to realize, oh, yeah, that's the one thing that he has that we don't. And that's why he has a smile, and we hate our life. <laughs> so a lot of those guys have actually started to take their families to church and, and realize that joy comes from their faith. It doesn't come from acceptance in other people or right. or any materialistic thing. It, and that's how we overcome. So.
1: And and through that process, through the, the you know what happened, and your your that's why you say ex wife. Um, yeah she didn't hang out for it yeah that's all right and, and 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 it's definitely all right now yeah <laughs> i'm sure at the time it was difficult
0: yeah
1: um but so that happened and um so you went through all that and but you obviously you went through the uh gym and the exercising and the the really training all over uh, you had to learn to walk again
0: yeah i had you to learn for, how to i had to learn how to walk again talk again because I had to go through speech therapy after they destroyed my vocal cords right. with the well, tracheotomy.
1: Which he still has uh, actually a hole in his neck right now. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> a healed hole. It's, it's healed. healed. <laughs> it's sorry. not just some creepy weird <laughs> hole. Sorry, that's right. a, <laughs> Hello. Oh, I see the hamburger going down. That's cool. <laughs> There's a taco. Oh, he just swallowed. <laughs> Tim's dying now. I'm a jokester. Oh, there goes—a marshmallow. He's swallowing a marshmallow. It, a marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah, correct I you. It's not
1: a hole, but it's a—it's a—it's a scar, noticeable. It is a scar, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, Scar's and a lot sexy of people. Chicks dig it. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> that go through those, they don't always heal, and or heal all the way, or they're stuck with one forever, yeah. and so. Um, to be able to get that with the vocal cords working again, be able to talk again and sing and do all those things are things yeah. that, you know, you're able to overcome. You guys wouldn't know it a lot of times. You know, he um, actually gets up, walks around, and he actually shows one of his prosthetics off, the other one he keeps covered, and then he tells people he's a double amputee, and they're like, huh? It's, I've never seen anybody with uh, prosthetics walk quite as well as you do. Um, sometimes i walk more crooked than he does um, and i have my legs that's, my that's funny work as well but.
0: <laughs> i can get you some if you need a ge- i got a guy Government he issue. can get you some new ones
1: <laughs> yeah, give me some new legs these are worn out they're um, expensive yeah i can't afford them, can't afford them. <laughs> um so kind of kind of getting um you know we've kind of asked all those questions and I appreciate you um, answering and all that. Yeah. Um, but kind of getting to where, you know, life has taken you and where the direction that life is going. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, um, like I said to the audience, you know, we, um, JP and I spent some time together over the last couple of years. I'm going to go through this really fast and then we'll kind of talk about um, where he's going. Then we spent about four years, music, my brothers, uh, bands, we got to meet some famous people um, singing in some big stages you believe this or not but uh, JP and I actually performed a whole dance routine, we hired choreographers Um, we got out of the dance floor Um, that was fun that was Um, unforgettable (laughs) and it's actually still out there um, on video, I need to get that to him so he can post that back to his new page Um, but uh, that was was so much fun Um, we brought um your dad out to see that that was cool yeah he was I mean, in tears, tears in his eyes oh yeah i don't know if there's ever a moment i haven't seen him cry though he's, he's such a teddy bear yeah <laughs> well since
0: since everything my family and i have gone yeah. through i mean shoot there's, yeah. just thinking about it all brings us all to tears i absolutely um, and not a fan of telling my story with him side by side, <laughs> and him telling his story. We it. we did it at a at a men's retreat or whatever, a men's um, conference. I will never do that again. <laughs> uh, but all, everyone, all of us were bawling. Like, Dad, I'm a soldier. Why are you making me cry? <laughs> it was work. I love you, son. No, no, it, was, it was crazy, but. It
1: is. Oh, he's a good dude. I I, I like your yeah. dad a lot. He's a, He's the best. Always stay humble and kind. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's a he's a good dude. Always sing that song. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we we had a uh, we had a lot of fun doing that, and you know, thinking, hey, we're gonna make it to the big times. We, we tried. We performed a lot of shows. I was your manager for a little while. Yeah. Um, it was fun. We had a, we had a lot of fun. Um, if we had more time, we could probably spend hours talking the stories of things that happened. Um, uh, we actually filmed the TV show for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did a lot of stuff. Um, but I want to get more to, um, you know, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have met you. I think the Lord worked that out so we could meet each other and be yeah. each other's lives. And, and, uh, and I remember just the different things and talking and then one day you come over and you tell me, hey, man, I met this girl. I was like, ah, oh, not another girl. And <laughs> That's he's, bad. He's, yeah, I he, promise she's from he's, America
0: he's, this he's time. He's <laughs> like, yeah,
1: this, this is not one of those rent, rent brides that I got last time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so funny. <laughs> from China. Uh, no. From China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I haven't
1: been with China. <laughs> so, no, I remember you telling me, and you were like, no, I, I really, like, I think this girl's the one. I was like, What? Yeah. when did you meet her it's last night it's only been seven oh, hours yeah, no. like, yeah, I met her last night jp um no but i mean I, I i met my wife and married her in less than two months so i i was like i'm i'm the one that's gonna question that that's i
0: smart. did that you gotta lock that down
1: <laughs> You're like she's the you gotta, one yeah, i gotta, gotta get gotta there before she down. realizes and runs away A
0: lollipop ring <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so jp uh met crystal
2: Yes. Hi, Hi, Crystal. Hello, everybody. I'm hey, here. Hi Crystal. Crystal is a real person. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: is a real person, and she wasn't mail order, either. She, She's
0: not what? What do you call it? And uh, the, the puppet? Puppet? Hand puppet? Yeah. What, puppet? I don't know. what do you call those? Um, Animatronic? Yeah, I mean. like the comedians.
2: Nah. And yeah. The, I don't know. Oh, oh. Don't
0: know. No, like you've been, you're not a ventriloquist. Ventriloquist, yeah. yeah I, you know, I yeah. promise. Right? She's not a doll. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is a doll, but not that kind of doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so welcome to the show. Thank um, you, thank you. It depends how long this episode's going. We've, it's probably going to be a two-parter, so you're probably hearing part two. Um, but yeah, so um, just talk about, I guess, um, you know, you meet JP and he's on this quest for stardom. <laughs> you know, he's going to be the next, uh, I don't know, who he, Adam Levine, I think his, was his favorite
0: Yeah, Um, or Justin Justin Timberlake, Timberlake,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So he's like, that's who I'm going to be. And, of course, your life, you know, when when we met you, you had, I think you um, uh, had danced in a Travis Scott video or something. Like, you were a choreographer
0: and
1: doing choreography. And um, so having, like, these dreams of where your life's heading. And he's like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be a superstar Superstar. which we all knew he wasn't but I'm, I'm, never, I'm never gonna be a superstar
0: i'm just gonna talk to a lot of people though. but he's not
1: but he's always on his way i would never let the dream die um but yeah. yeah so um so that was where your lives were at and of course you came along then we you had a couple shows and, and stuff that we did and then that kind of started to unravel and you know things kind of changed and um, and so then you come along and and uh so tell us about where life has been since then, and where you guys are headed.
2: Oh man, roller coaster for sure. Yeah, but we um, we met at the gym, and you you know if he says the stars, it's gonna be two different ones for sure. He thinks doves came out in the background of him, and he's when walking. I was
0: walking in the gym, <laughs> the doves came from the back, the light was shining. Everybody was like, that's, "Ah, where's my sunglasses?" That's
1: how it was when I met him. So,
0: I <laughs> 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 see, I told you. Oh <laughs>
2: no! So, your
0: there needs story to be more women in here. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no.
2: This story is definitely
0: the truth, but I'll make get short and <laughs> simple. Debatable. That's um, not how my movie's gonna go. <laughs> no, or th-
2: no, the book says the truth, okay? If you oh, want dammit,
0: the truth, yeah. get, the, get the book. Get the book. I'll, yeah. put, she it. I'll make sure She edited it. I'll make sure to edit that and put the doves back in
1: there. At <laughs> the this moment, Justin, enter JP, Justin, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Enter
0: JP, doves fly. Doves fly. <laughs> the light shines. That's Isn't funny. You that know what Prince said? The choir. Choir. Like, oh. uh, yeah anyway
2: <laughs> anyway, so um you came up to me and you said um, hey
0: girl what's your name yeah
2: pretty much it was like oh you're <laughs> that's doing
0: that's the latest line i've ever heard in my life no i like uh, <laughs> joey from friends how you doing, how you doing? Yeah, yeah how Kate, you though?
2: doing but he asked me how um i was doing tricep workout and he was like hey i just have to compliment you girl i was with my cousin Nikki." and he's like i have to compliment that you guys are doing this workout better than half of the men in here and my cousin of course giving me props like oh it's all her all her and i'm like no no it's okay and so and that was i mean the rest of the sister we just kept talking and we i told him it was my last day like you know by the third day i said it's my last day he's like you don't live here and i'm like no we
0: gotta change that
2: yeah real quick so I moved my jobs to come to San Antonio and stay here for good. And so, yeah, I, you know, left banking about a year ago, a year and a half. No, almost a year, a year ago. No, a year no, about a year now. And so I had to pursue JP's career and JP's journey of continue inspiring and i just knew that god put us together for that reason to just inspire everybody who comes in front of us and yes we struggle you know um together because we're two different people but man when we put our minds together we we can create something so big
1: Yeah, struggle that's called marriage
2: yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) isn't that the truth oh
2: yeah but that's
1: awesome that you guys are um you know building on each other and and you know pushing each other to she does see. push me. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> You're like, and then I fall because I I'm wearing prosthetics.
0: <laughs> not, not exactly.
1: <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's a great thing to see, you know, in relationship. You know, I've been married 11 years, and it's been like a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. But when you finally arrive to, and, and you guys will see, I'm sure you already have, you know, it's not all flowers and doves the doves die and the, <laughs> so did the flowers and the flowers die and and then didn't even water the flowers it's like <laughs> now we're in it yeah. you yeah. know and so there's good and bad times there's easy times and there's hard times yeah and uh and it's just you know like you said you already know the recipe is where your faith is at and, and mm-hmm. putting it in him and and, and your trust in God because at the end of the day you know you can't make it and that's what you know. We have to realize, even in my own marriage, is that you know that same thing. So that's yeah. that's great that you guys have realized that. So what are some things that you're getting into now? I know you you're still doing the music. You're still singing. Yeah. Um, but you've been doing some other stuff.
0: Yeah, we've been. I do a lot more speaking now, which is mostly her fault. No, she <laughs> sets up all my speaking engagements. Uh, no, that's nice though because I know that. The music thing, when we were all doing the band and everything like that, I it had to calm down because I was not focused on... I, I, now, I'm able to do literally 50-50 split. I, I can focus on both music and speaking. And so, um, before I wasn't able to do that, I was 100% all in on music, and it didn't give me the time. I literally just finished my book... Um, and I would not have been able to write my book in, uh, the middle of all that. yeah, in the middle of just focusing on solely music. So, um, I'm super excited. My book is called walking again, and we're in the final stages of developing the, the cover of the book, which is top secret. It will be the coolest cover ever. Um, I, at least in my opinion, I voted well, by me and myself. Well, wait and a minute I. though. <clears throat>
1: One question. As you're walking on the cover, are the doves coming out by you?
2: Mm, <laughs> no, I, can, ad- you I to, can put that in the background, Yeah, yeah yes. you, you have to open the book whole, and you'll see them coming. Yeah, <laughs> we'll,
0: have, we'll have many doves fly out from the book when you first open it. Not sure if they'll be alive, because it will be sealed. Yeah, book, so. yeah that's
1: not a good idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe not. Um, so we have the book, which uh, is amazing, because it does have the perspectives of different soldiers that I deployed with. In my unit, um, including my commander, the medic, who was on the mission um, that I was on while I was hurt and so on. So that's very exciting. Um, And if anybody from Kleenex is listening, we're actually going to contact them to become a sponsor for my book in regards to the fact that it will be... A tear-jerking book for sure. I can't read chapter three, four, five, six, and seven without crying. So Yourself? that's yeah, myself. That's how insanely uh uh crazy this book is when it's it personal. comes. Yeah. And so I actually would like to put a little um you know those to-go um packs of Kleenexes? Those little one those I don't know how to explain. They have, like, maybe six or seven Kleenexes yeah. in them, and they're tiny little to-go packs. Single packs. Yeah, yeah. A single pack. Well, I want each book to have connected to it a single pack of <laughs> tissue every time someone buys it. So we're going to give with Kleenex, uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, actually, to try and see if they can sponsor that. That would be awesome. That would be cool.
1: Um, and then... So the book, the motivational speaking.
0: Yeah. And Music. You're, you're traveling a
1: lot doing that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been uh, such a huge blessing. We're almost every uh, other day we're getting people calling in and emailing in, asking us to put put them on our schedule, um, which is That's just cool. amazing. Um, and I've literally, I'm not picky when it comes to speaking anywhere. I was just out of jail, um, I believe, last month. I didn't check in myself. I actually went to speak. Okay. Um, and <laughs> so, so what did you do? Were there doves in the jail? <laughs> the, well, maybe that's why I ended up there. No. <laughs> but, um, no, I got to speak to some awesome individuals that just got themselves in a messy situation and ended up there, and all of them were veterans, prior service and stuff. So it was just, like, things like that, those kind of things keep me going, you know? Um, I absolutely love talking to the veterans to active duty military because they get me and they understand where I'm coming from when it comes to the service part. And I love speaking with civilians, whether it's churches, corporate events, or any of those things because I have learned so much in my short life that I'm able to inspire and show people um, so many things, including... That that mindset of never giving up, never surrendering, and always being at the top of your game to be the best you you can be. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just really fun for me to, for us to get to travel and go everywhere that we go and inspire kids, uh, adults. I mean, everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: Yeah, it's awesome to see him um, transition from the military life and now being in you know in our you know in our world now and the life that uh, we live. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just awesome Different. to relate to people who haven't been in the military or don't even know anything about the military and to relate his yeah. testimony to their lives and to their marriage and or their struggles of, you know, their own PTSD or, you know, family yeah. members committing suicide just to be able to relate to that is pretty neat. So, it's good it's nice to see it on on, on the sidelines and yeah. yeah.
0: My my favorite part about what I get to do is the response i get mm-hmm. when people call me email me whatever it may be uh, hit me up on facebook or social media and they say you know what after hearing your story i've really been able to put my struggles and my um the things that i made myself feel bad about what i'm going through i i've literally got to put them aside and realize that i can overcome anything because if he can do it then I certainly can do it. And I have all of my limbs, you know, and they're, and they're, they're telling me these things. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, it's no matter what we go through, it's, it may be your hardest and most difficult thing you go through in your life. And like I said, God puts us through, he allows us to go through things that we can handle, especially if he's by our side. So I lost two legs, um, finger, teeth, and, completely destroyed most of my body but I was able to handle all of that because I had him they may have gone through a loss of a family member and that may be detrimental to them but they were able to overcome move forward and continue living life in such an amazing way because their faith got them through it and they realized that if other people are living great lives in a worse situation than I am in then I can do this too there's a gentleman out there by the name of nick something 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 and (laughs) i can only say his first name because his last name is off the chain crazy i don't know how to even pronounce it but everybody knows who nick is because he's the quadro uh amputee he's a quad amputee who literally i believe was from birth like that Mm -hmm. so he and he's a motivational speaker he's all over the place And, I mean, that dude keeps me motivated because if he can do the things that he's doing, then I don't have any complaints. So if we all had that mindset of if we looked at the next person uh, or the person next to us who's worse off, every single person would say, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good because that person doesn't have a good, but they're living better than me. So, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and be good.
1: Well, I remember times hanging out with you in the past where... I'd sit there for ten minutes complaining about what I'm going through to you. And I'd just I'd chuckle. You didn't say anything. You just sit there. I don't know going on. And after a while, I'd look and see your titanium leg and go, uh, yeah.
2: "Oh yeah, I'm I good. I'm good. <laughs>
1: Never mind. Yeah. It's good, man. And my, I was complaining about my job that I go to that pays <laughs> all my bills. Right. And uh,
0: well, yeah. hey, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I've been able. To, it's been a blessing. I've been able to save at least two people from committing suicide that I know. Of. Actually, three now mm-hmm. um, that I know of.
1: That's amazing. That's, that's why and, I do this podcast. That's, yeah. why, that's why you do what you do. And it's yeah. amazing to, mm-hmm. to be able to help people. Yeah, I um, because yeah, I think that's, that's, that's the reason. Yeah.
0: yeah, no matter what they're going through, even if they think I've already... I've already done everything I could do. There's really no reason for me to be here anymore. I mean, I've done everything I can. I've helped people, or I've done this, or I've done that, or I can't see myself going on anymore. Trust me, that's the exact moment where things are going to do a pivot, pivotal turn for the best. It's going to get better from that moment on. It can't get any worse. I mean, because it doesn't matter. It, it can't get worse from that mindset right there that they're at. It cannot get rock, worse.
1: that's rock bottom. That is rock say, bottom. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because dead is dead. That's But rock bottom is the step right above dead. And I tell you what, anybody should be above dead because that's a better place to be. Yeah. And so if they're at rock bottom where they're like, I'm done, I don't have anything else to do, take one more step back, try and find someone who has life worse. And normally that's probably going to be someone in a situation that they may be burned from head to toe. They may be missing limbs. They may have gone through so many struggles that you know they've gone through and you're like, oh wait, but yeah, they are, they're progressing, you know? they You've living. met
1: a lot of guys that have been through all that stuff and so more. So much stuff, yeah. I know like some of the ghettos I've been to with you, you know, where we went and we're walking in and meeting all these people and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, I can't even, I just, there's I can't. zombies everywhere. <laughs> Amputees
0: everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. No, that was not my thought. No, that but, was not my <laughs> <thought>. <laughs> but, was, but I remember just like, yeah. just all these people and thinking about like their stories and the tragedies. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, met, meeting a guy that's, uh, I think he was also a double amputee. I can't remember his name, but he had his wife and his kids with him. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was an older gentleman. And then, you know, just, um, you know, Okay, like you said, burn head to toe was there. Yeah. And, you know they're just all these stuff, and they're they're keeping going, and they're, you know, their families are supporting them, and and uh, so I'm glad that you found that um, yeah. with Crystal, and uh, hope that she's supporting you and yeah. helping you on your journey, uh, pun intended. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, check out. This is our plug-in time. <laughs> so check out, um, jp'sjourney.com. Uh, He's also on social media. Yeah. JP Lane official mm-hmm. on Instagram and on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so check out his. Uh, and his YouTube. Page. And YouTube. Yeah. Yes, on YouTube. He's got some videos out there for some recent events and things that he's been involved with. So check out his social media pages um, and uh, just follow if you want, or you're interested at all in having him come out to do motivational speaking, maybe to come sing, share his story. Mm-hmm. Um, he does all of that and more. I know I've been involved with him for a while, so yeah. um, he does all that. So there's more information about that on the website. Um, so get on there, Crystal. We'll get back with you and get something scheduled out there for him to come out um, for forty five
0: thousand. Per minute? <laughs> no. I, I have no I idea wish. about those
1: details, but I believe that information is also on the page. Right. Um, he does. He does have to live, unfortunately, because of the injuries and stuff i mean working a normal job yeah, is just difficult. uh difficult um but he does use this to motivate people and and help and and definitely definitely has helped me in my life um you know like i said every time <laughs> i want to complain i'm like Well, I can't complain to this dude. He's (laughs) all broken apart. Yeah. Well, like, my toe hurts. I stubbed it. He goes, well, I'd love to know what that feels like. Yeah, what does that feel like? (laughs)
0: Toes? What are these things you speak of? (laughs) What is that?
1: Um, I've stepped on his foot many times. He never complains.
0: Never? Not once? You
1: know, no matter how many times I kick his shoes under the table.
0: Told you I'm stronger than than I used to to be. be. (laughs) (laughs) See?
1: I don't feel pain. I don't feel you stab my foot. Um, So... But anyways, thank you guys so much for taking the time. Thank you. Coming to be on the podcast. And and listeners, there's so much more. The book, do you have a uh, a date when it's going to be released? Or? September
0: 11th. The most important September. date that
1: started this all. <laughs> and will that be this year?
0: This year, yeah. yeah 2019. So September
1: 11th, 2019. Yeah. Make sure that you get your copies. Is it going to be on Amazon or is it going to be for sale? It'll be you
0: everywhere know? on the planet. Yeah. We will be... We'll be uh, promoting it like crazy here in the next uh, month or so uh, once the cover is designed and finished and released and we'll be promoting it like crazy um just a little side note if you will i one of my goals that i have in this life is i don't i don't know if it's too big of a goal or not but i would love especially since i'm honestly not that much of a writer or reader for that matter. The army didn't teach me how to do any one of those. Um, But I would love to become a best-selling author. And and it is one of my goals, um, not for the financial part. I don't even know what that entails. But just to be – to look at myself in the mirror and back at everything that I've worked for after being blown up and losing my legs and everything that – to call myself that would be phenomenal and just uplifting for myself you know to know that i was able to impact so many people that they all wanted to read my story and and get my book and it allowed me to become a best selling author would just be one you of the biggest awesome. blessings yeah on this planet so i mean I can't wait to see what happens. I don't care. Uh, FYI, also, I will be buying the first book. So you can have that first yep. copy? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll be buying it. I'll buy the second. All right. <laughs> oh,
2: fine. I'm third. <laughs> okay. it's like when you, you don't the
0: have to buy a third one. one. It's already going to be in the house. Well, I want my own. Oh, fine. It's her own copy. Yeah. She just wants my signature <laughs> on her own book. The book you get it's going to have a picture of him with Doves.
1: Doves. We had to bring it back.
2: I know. <laughs> I'm just
1: gonna sign it with doves on. But I, but I do want to say on a serious note, the, um, as as we close out, um, is that you know the reason we do all this, and the reason I started the show, is, is number one, you know, suicide prevention. Yeah. PTSD, suicide awareness, mental health awareness, um, it's a real thing happening. Um, in the United States, just the statistics have grown, um, you know, over the last years. Um, in the civilian world, it's rampant, and in the military world, it was the twenty-two a day, um, and those statistics have even grown. And not only that, but those statistics were based on um, ve- veterans. That yeah. wasn't active duty people that are still fighting for a country. Um, yeah. It you all know, uh, and so <laughs> you know that's why we do this is we want to reach out. We want to speak to you. If you're facing that, that's why JP is here. That's why he does what he does. That's why I started this podcast. And so um, if there's a final thought that you wanted to leave for somebody that is right now at the point of, hey, I just am ready to end it all or I'm struggling, I can't make it another day. And I know you've kind of said a little bit about this, but a final thought, just say, hey, from JP to you, this is what I would say to you. What would that be?
0: First off, the... Those statistics also don't include California, Texas, Alaska, Hawaii, um, because the numbers are too high to count, period. Wow. And Texas, as we know, it is one of the biggest veteran military states in the entire country. So the fact that they're not even counting us right now is kind of, that's, the number I guarantee is higher than 22. Um, And so that is sad in itself. Now, for the comment that I would like to leave uh, everyone with that may, or anyone that may be listening that is struggling i joined forces specifically for this cause Uh, i joined forces with the ptsd foundation of america Um, so now i do represent them and work for them because that is a big passion of mine it i if i can overcome ptsd and everything else that i've gone through i promise them they can as well and in fact, if they're listening and they, they feel that they have PTSD or even someone um, who's listening knows someone with PTSD, I want to encourage them to change their mindset to when I tell people I have PTSD, my PTSD doesn't stand for post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. It stands for post-traumatic successful domination because I'm gonna dominate any trauma I ever go through and ever will go through because I have my faith and I have my support system behind me and I will not let uh, anything negative bring me down in this life and neither should they.
1: Thank you so much, JP, for coming on and for sharing your story and for the final thoughts to everyone out there. We'll be back in, uh, I guess, next week for another episode. Um, so thank you again for coming out thank you Crystal
0: thank you um, thank you appreciate
1: so, it alright so next time we'll see y'all
0: what's next